and welcome to a star to steer her by. Hello. The Star Trek podcast. This week we're doing episode 238. Woo! Please, show some respect. Uh, And uh, yeah, and we'll be talking about two episodes of Star Trek Voyager, Emanations, and Prime Factors. But before that, my name is Jake. This is Chris. This is Ames. And this is Caitlin. deep perhaps in season one of star trek voyager and uh the, so these are episodes nine and ten mm-hmm. the short season too. short season one. you know these episodes aired mid-march at least it's 1995 too short a season yeah. that's an awful episode i don't get um, it that's the jameson episode so yeah, so yeah. Hey, emanations no thank you emanations and prime factors but first we'll talk about emanations so what do we got here so uh, Voyager has the Voyager. The Voyager has found a new uh, a new element, a new exciting <gasps> element for our periodic table. What can we make out of it? Yeah, and they have all these great ideas. You're like, man, this this whatever this is, it's probably got some really cool properties. What is going on over here? Pacemaker? What do you what what do you what do you Johnny? Suggesting? What do you make of this? Well, oh. this I can make a brooch, a hat, a pterodactyl. Oh, uh, wow, <laughs> nice. Good yeah, reference. so they're 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 Thank dreaming about all the things they could use it for, and they and the material seems to be just scattered throughout the rings of this uh, gas giant that they're at. So they go and they they beam down to one of the asteroids in the ring, and they're looking around for this magical element, and instead they find a bunch of corpses wrapped in some kind of <gasps> material. Let's disturb them. So <laughs> no. What? Ames! They were obviously put there with intent. You can't disturb yeah. so, them. So, you okay, know, I'm they're, just going to steal parts of them. So they're talking about, you That's know, fine. like, I think Bolana and, and Kim were there, and they're talking about all the things they want to do to these bodies, <laughs> all the dirty, dirty things they want to do with them. And Chakotay's like, no, we can't do any of these bodies. That would be a desecration. This is a haven't burial site. Haven't you fuckers seen Pet Cemetery? There's that too. You know, yeah, T- Tasha Yar was there. In oh the pet gosh. cemetery? She was in the film. Oh, was she? Was she mo- oh my god, she was mom. She was the mother. Holy shit! I wow, know, it's I been keep... such a long time since I've seen that movie. I totally forgot she was I in it. I keep forgetting Denise Crosby got work. <laughs> yeah, she got, like, that. that's probably the movie she left the show for. Oh, honey. Uh... Well, I mean, to be fair, Herman Munster was in it. So, True. who could blame her, really? Um, but anywho. It's a um, creepy movie. It is a creepy movie. Anywho, so yeah, so Chakotay's, you know, he's getting... You know, little, uh, little, like, you know, we can't fuck around with this stuff, you know? Like, my, my people have a long history of people fucking with our burial sites, so let's not start this yeah, shit again. he never brought that up, which was interesting to me, but yeah, we'll but, talk about but I think, that. I mean, it was implied. It was implicit, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, they, yeah. Just the fact that they had Chakotay be the one talking about it, I think, made, made, made that implicit. Well, we'll, I co- agree. we'll come back to it. Yeah, yeah, we'll get back to that. Anyway. Because I have thoughts. So they're like, all right, fine, we'll just leave. And as they're beaming out, they're like something bad starts happening, and they're like, "Oh shit, we gotta get the fuck out of here!" Like some kind of subspace bullshit. Some kind of a Star Trek. And they're trying to beam out to get away from the subspace thing, and then they arrive back on the ship while Bellana and Chakotay do. (gasps) 
but Harry Kim has been replaced with a body. And they're like, what? So they check out this body, and they're like, okay, yeah, it's sort of still alive. It's only mostly dead. So they, they bring it to, to sick bay, and the doc's like, yeah, you know, it's, I fixed it up. It had, like, tumors. I just took care of it, and uh, we'll, we'll wake this lady up. Apparently, apparently death cannot defeat us. Yeah, so we'll figure out what's going on. Uh, meanwhile, Harry Kim has woken up on this rando planet with these people, and he's, like, in a box. So he starts, like, knocking on the box, like, let me out of the box! Let me out of the box! What's in the box? What's in the box? And they open the box, and there's a Harry Kim in the box. Oh. And they're like, this is bizarre. So we What come, are you? We come to find yeah, they're out... They're still not sure what's in the box. We come to find out that this species, they have a death ritual where they put the dying person in a box. The box euthanizes them, and then beams them... At a very precise time. Yeah, well, right. It has to be a very precise time, because then what happens is they just vanish out of the box. And... We know that they appear on in the on these asteroids in this gas giant, but they think that they're being transform transferred into the the ne- the next emanation, which is their their afterlife, and they they have this you know they don't really know why people disappear. They just think it's because of this, and it's they're very they're very strong in their convictions that this 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 box is a portal to the next emanation. Um, Star Trek, the next emanation. <laughs> so they wake up the lady anyway, back on Voyager. They wake her up and she's like, oh, is this the next emanation? Where are my friends and family? And they're like, nope, you're on a starship and you were mostly dead, but we fixed you. So what's up? And she's like, what? Fuck this. This is supposed to be the afterlife. I'm supposed to be getting nonstop blowjobs and shit. You can and still do that. She yeah. was asking for her brother. I hope she wasn't looking for blowjobs. Well, you know. It's fucked up. It's the next emanation. Well, he, anything he'd, can happen. He'd refer her to the people that give the blowjobs. He would. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. All right. I just listen. I just um, want to make sure. And like, meanwhile, back on the planet, Harry Kim is like talking. Of, there's like another dude there who's like, "Oh man, I'm getting ready to die." And Harry Kim's like, "Oh really? Like, what's wrong with you?" He's like, "Well, I got a bum leg, and my family is done with my shit." <laughs> <laughs> Why does he sound like Ray Romano? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> hates Raymond. <laughs> I would say if it was Ray Romano, I wouldn't be feeling bad for him. So um, yeah, so we find out that, like yeah, there's this this society has this idea that like if, you know it's sort of you know, compassionate. If you're really sick, you can go to the box and get beamed up. But, but it's also just like, like a broken leg. Yeah, <laughs> it also turns Jesus out that like Christ. like the threshold for the for yeah the, for really the, low the suicide thing here is pretty low. Yeah, but since they know where they're going, it's you're fine. right. Yeah, for, that, the for them, they're like, for the them, they're like, oh, it's not death. It's just, you know, you're going on the next emanation. You're going to get the blowjobs. Yeah, job. you're done here. This place sucks for you, so why, why stick yeah, around? Yeah, so it's Fred a good thing. Garrett's going to be there. But then, like, yeah. And then um, Harry's just like, uh, yeah, that's great and all, but just so you know, I don't know that you're really going to the next emanation. You're pretty much just going to be a body in a cave. And the guy's like, fuck <laughs> and then other people start you know like his wife comes in she's pissed at harry because she's like man i had my eyes set on the the, yeah, the gardener outside get rid of this motherfucker and um <laughs> and uh and then there's like this this scientist guy who's like the head of the 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 suicide building and he's like, mm, you're really fucking up my shit here, Harry Kim. So kind of sounds like he said he was a gynecologist. Like, yeah. could anybody get the word that he actually said like, he was? And, and Thanatologist. Thanatologist. Meaning, like, Studier he's the death. king of the fantasy there? Because that sounds like... No, he studies yeah, yeah. Thanos. Fan, fan, yeah, it's Greek. Sure um, it is. Somehow those aliens know Greek. They love Greek. <laughs> um, oh, no, they're being translated. I yeah. know, I know. So, um... I know you know. 
Yeah, so back on Voyager, I can't really remember how this came about, but they're like, all right, here's what we're going to do, lady. We're going we're gonna to try to send you back. And hopefully, you know, and Harry Kim will come back in your place and you'll go back to your planet. Or you'll at least go tell Harry yeah, Kim that we're here. Yeah, she's going to bring or... a subspace beacon doodly yeah. yeah. So they were trying to time, time their transport with when the, the thing was happening. But then the thing happened and then she died anyway for Whoa. some reason. Yeah, that was harsh. <laughs> uh, she just died. But she was like, yeah, she's sorry with her because, you know, she, she wanted to die in the first place. So, and needless to say, Harry Kim did not come back. So back on planet side, the guy's like getting ready to die and he's, but he's having a lot of second thoughts and he's like, man, I, you know, I really want to go through with this. You know, really my, my, my family put me up to this shit. I didn't really want to do it, but I'm going to wrap myself in my, my family bandages. Oh, so gross. Uh, and then Harry's like, hmm, I got an idea. Why don't I go into the suicide booth? You wrap me up. I'll go in the suicide booth. Jesus, Harry. You Holy know, shit. I'll roll the dice. Hopefully my my ship will find me and beam me out. Uh, and, uh, What's the worst that could happen? Oh, no, the worst that could happen you is know, you and then you just go, You just go run off, you know, go to a farm upstate. <laughs> and, uh, well, literally. <laughs> and, uh, and the guy's like, hmm, not a bad idea, Harry Kim. Well, let's do that. Oh, by the way, also the the bo- voyage bodies just keep showing up on Voyager, which is so funny. <laughs> they just keep appearing. The warp core is oh, like deck a magnet. fifteen. Yeah, the warp core is a magnet for corpses. Um, and uh, fucking magnets. How do they, they work? work? And uh, so Voyager is like, man, you know, we really should get out of here. You know, we've been looking for Harry, we can't find him. We should just probably skedaddle so we stop getting bodies showing up. We've been looking for Harry for 15 minutes. Can we go? And they're about to leave. They, you know, they, they're, they're, they started the engine up there. They're idling or warming up the car. Picking a radio station. And, uh, and then they're like, the ship shakes. It's like, oh, there's one more body. God damn it. Oh, it's a human body. Oh, it's Harry Kim. Fuck, that's great. Good thing we didn't leave oh, you know, he's dead. 30 seconds earlier. Oh, but he, don't worry about the dead part. Apparently, we just have, we're just we the masters of death now. Yeah, he's dead, it's but fine. he's only mostly dead. Uh, so the doctor. Con blood, evidently. Doctor, and, doctor uh, fixes him up, oof. and uh, and all's well that ends well. Except, you know, those people on that planet are still still doing the weird, uh, you know, their, their weird thing. They, well, they, one they, guy got saved, and know. he can preach to the others. That Jesus Christ, we should overthrow that government. Yeah, as I was say, they, so so basically, you know, uh, uh, as I put it at one point when Kate and I were watching this, the fucking Prime Directive is just getting it in every oh hole this episode. Yeah, he's like, they just Eiffel Towered the Prime Directive. I was like, Jesus Christ. Well, because I had said like Harry was gonna ruin it, and then and it's he also did. happening on Voyager, so it's like you know they're you know Harry on one end, Janeway with a strap on on the other, and they're high in five and high in. Five. They're high in five. Um, yeah, I was getting some half a life vibes from this episode. I said that she too. Did. But these people were like, they're in a, they're in a position where it's not that oh you're you're it's not just that you're old and a, and a burden on your family. It's that eh, you're not having a good time here. You might as well go to the next the next room and see what it's like in there, kind of a thing. And it's it's a very strange scenario that they've concocted. Yeah, it's fascinating because I was thinking that it's like man. Now I get why they had to come up with rules against suicide in, like, a lot of religions. Because otherwise people would just be like, well, this sucks. I'm going to go to heaven now. Oh, nope. Sorry. That's the that's a way you can't get into heaven. Sorry oh, about that. poopy butts. Yeah, because here's the thing, right? I really think, 
afterlife or no afterlife, if it were socially acceptable to commit suicide, I feel like a lot more people would just do it. This is getting dark. I don't know. This whole episode was a bummer. You're you know? abs- I mean, you're right, though. I th- yeah, it's like, eh, I don't want to deal Especially with shit. Especially, like, sick people. Like, I've always said, if I ever come down with, like, something terminal, and it's like, yeah, you've got, like, two more months that are going to be, like, okay, and then you're probably going to just, like, feel like shit until you die, I would send someone out to get me some fucking strong-ass heroin and kiss myself goodbye on my own before it could get bad. Like, yeah. sorry, but that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, yeah, I feel like the fact that there's not people lining up to go in the machine here is a little strange. Like, well, we you know, don't know. What, ke- what is keeping them there? Is that is right. there more the question? Like, why would well, you, but why also, would you a lot of bother? people did appear on the ship in the 12 minutes they were looking for Harry Kim. Well, being fair, like, any given planet I know, like, has a large like, enough population. Yeah. yeah. But we don't know what their population is. That's true. Mm. And these are only the people who are choosing their death. They're not the people dying of accidents and stuff. Yeah, that's the other thing, well, too. Yeah, 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 what happens, not, happens there? Well, I wonder if they just put you in the box and, you know, you go. Yeah, would it, would it still work? Because, you know, it's every six hours. So what if you missed uh, what, you missed your, spot, your your time? Yeah, they put you in the queue. And you get the next one. Well, you... Theor- theoretically, the way that, like, like, when people try to talk about how astrology is real... I remember saying, like, well, I was a C-section. What if I was actually supposed to be born, you know, two months, two weeks later, and it fucks everything up? And they're like, no, the time you were born is the time you were meant to be born. So it has to be the same with dying, is my opinion. So it's not a wrong time, if that mm. makes sense. It's just, yeah, right. you get there You're, you're a C-section? Yeah. Neat. <laughs> you're like, I can never tell by your weird bulbous head. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that means, though? You can kill Macbeth. Yes. Get him. <laughs> It's a superpower. Turn the wolves to Dulcinein. Do it. Uh, um, but yeah, it's like, that's what I mean. It, it's it's a, it's such a strange culture in that, like, they're so just comfortable with the idea. Like, we, again, we as a society have various sort of checks on that. Because, again, it would otherwise be a little too, like, easy. Um... And, and it's, it's interesting to see one that doesn't have that. And yeah. Well, especially if you think you're going to a paradise, you know. Yeah, yeah. And see all, you know, see all your friends and family again. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's well, pretty enticing. Not, I feel like they're not necessarily expecting paradise, though. Just, like, the next Well, step. I mean, that guy's like, oh, you know, my leg will be better in the next emanation, so that's nice. Oh, that's interesting. See my dad. Well, yeah, but... That's it. That's, that's, just, re- that's just regular afterlife stuff, seeing your dad, theoretically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, um, yeah, and it is a little surprising, you know, they kind of open the episode with the implicit Native American, mm. you know, burial site desecration thing. And but it, not explicit. Not explicit. And then it doesn't really come up, you know, I think I was, I was sort of expecting, maybe I'm glad that they didn't, but I was sort of expecting there to be a lot of, you know, Chicote spiritual shit. Uh, yeah, I was very pleased they kind of just left it. Yeah. Because yeah, only... when they make Chicote explicit. Yeah, uh, they'll do it in the future. But this one, I thought... The fact that he was the one bringing it up, yeah, fine, that sounds like something he would do. But the way he he says, he justifies it and says, in the past, I was out on some kind of a mission, having a great time. Uh, I saw a rock I Desecrating graves. And I was like, man, that's a cool rock. I'll bring it as a souvenir of my first awesome mission. And then he learns later, like, oh, fuck, I should not have taken that rock. Gotta say, though, because I think he said it was like, was he still in the Academy at that point? Oh, I don't remember. Either way, you really feel like part of the remit before they went down was, hey, P.S. everybody, just so you know, here's how this culture works. Don't take any rocks. Well, they might not have known. 
until mm. they were got there. But also, you would think it would go without saying, like, kind of like how you're not supposed to take anything or leave anything on a beach. You know? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Just feels like don't fuck around. I don't know. Yeah, and then he spends the rest of the episode after ha- after telling them don't don't bother the dead bodies, and then we start really bothering all these dead bodies. Yeah, let's not bother them. Let's fucking bring them all back to life. Yeah, and he's absent for better. the rest of the episode. He's basically not there because he's in his quarters weeping. <laughs> well, and what's interesting too is that like at one point it actually comes up where they're like, "Can you tell us anything about the bodies? Do you have any scientific knowledge of what happened there?" And Kim's like, "No, we didn't scan anything. So if anything, it almost." feels like man we wish we had desecrated those bodies so we could have known something about like our afterlife like fuck I mean, if only you would body, uh, yeah no that's overriding the pudding I well according to chakotay well, it is chakotay seemed to take a pretty hard line on it like i feel yeah disturbing the body he's not you know, letting that rock thing happen again god damn tearing open the the cocoon maybe you know like i could see certain things being being problematic but scanning scanning just seems pretty passive yeah um, I actually d- did like when anthropologist Chakotay kind of appears and mm. says, well, what, what what can we tell from these dead bodies just just with our eyes, just by looking at them? Mm. And Bolana's like, well, they're, they're dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was kind of nice, and I feel like the episode interrupted him at just the right time. Yeah. It was like, all right, this is starting been. to be stupid. Can we please move on? And then it, it did. It was just enough. I liked it. Yeah. Like, when he goes through the, just by looking at them, you can tell. That they believe in something because they're in a in a position or in a uh, yeah in a position of of genuflection kind of a thing a restful repose yeah and we can tell that they didn't have clothes kinky did they think they'd get their clothes for them in the afterlife hmm? no easier to get the blowjobs that way oh yeah. there we go that's right I uh well and apparently they believe that they don't take that shit with them I guess yeah. is what he was saying it meant yeah. So how 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 long did you guys spend thinking the episode was going to involve a big fucking spider? It did, yeah, Not yeah. Well, well the, really, the, the, the corpse is the spidery. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to have a spider, but I, I thought it was. Gonna, I didn't realize. I didn't. I did not anticipate that the that the material that was on the bodies was was, them. was the, the bodies oh, themselves. Oh, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, see, I read the synopsis first, so I yeah. already knew. But just the the vibe when we go down there, it's like we are in a haunted house. <laughs> that's what that's what I mean. It was like a spooky. It had the dangling shit, and then all the bodies. You're that... gonna see that skeleton that we saw with bones and cat's paws. Yeah. But so yeah, no, we legit spent like the first couple of minutes being like, oh, there's gonna be a big fucking spider. Can't wait to see the terrible special effects on it. Mm. I was actually bracing myself to be horribly creeped out because I don't <laughs> like spiders. Um, Those motherfuckers decompose fast, though, huh? Because yeah. even when they it's when that they special uh, element. Yeah, when they killed what's her name in the transporter, she came out already kind of fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah, that was Gross. weird. So here's the thing, right? So it seems like the reason Harry Kim got sent to the planet is like so the the the, the subspace thing. Mm-hmm. Is like a two-way thing. It sucks you both ways. It either sucks you to the <laughs> asteroid the or it job. sucks you from the asteroid to the to the thing. So here's a couple things, right? While the bodies were appearing on Voyager, was nobody afraid that someone was going to get sucked to the other side? They probably were. Well, I think it was specifically, it wasn't just that he was there, it's that he was there in a transport. Like, it was because he was getting actively transported. Oh. Like... 
Otherwise, you couldn't just jump through it like a portal or something. It was specifically... Uh, because it was already kind of uh, in subspace a bit. Well, yeah. I hope nobody was using the transporter toilets at the same time as, uh, no. as, some, as somebody's body was they, being transported. They cause... open up the box. What's in the box? Oh, no! So much poop! Bo- a, a poop wrapped in, wrapped in a burial wrapped shroud. Wrapped in shroud. <laughs> the, toilet, the shroud comes through. Ooh, toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> but so the shroud doesn't come through, though, no, right? It because no. yeah, it, it must stay it's behind. a hand me down. So. Which is fucking disgusting. So it's only not... worn for like 15 minutes yeah, per generation. Yeah, but it's on your dad's like, naked balls. I don't want to wear that. And it's been washed. I don't want to wear that. I don't want to wear anything that's been on my dad's naked balls, okay? No matter how many times it's been washed. It's a little weird to me that, like,. You know, because Harry Kim's, you know, he's he's all mummied up when he goes into the box. Yeah, they don't notice that he's huge compared to the yeah, husband. Yeah, a lot bigger than the husband can walk and, or can walk without, you know, his... I'm sure he faked the limp. Oh, maybe. Uh, but also doesn't say anything. Maybe you're not supposed you not, to? I, I, they, they didn't say that, I don't think. Maybe he was a man of few words. Maybe. He was muffled enough he could have said something when he realized. <laughs> Unfortunately, what he said was, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> Yeah, she was way too eager. Well, because he kind of, when he said it in the beginning, he was kind of like, I'm going to go because I know I'm a huge burden. And she was like, okay, babe, thanks. And then he tried to renege, and she was like, you said you were going to fucking go. Yeah. like I mean, she's still a bitch, but like in her defense, it sounds like it was his idea, and then he kind of backed off. No, no, there was a family meeting, remember? Yeah. Oh, no, I forgot the family yeah, meeting. Yeah, there was a family meeting, and it was decided that he would go. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty You've been voted up. off the island, yeah, bitch. what kind of fucking family meeting is and this? And clearly, he'd already had some doubts, because he was like, I do have some friends of the mountains who said, dude, just come live with us. Dude, come on, you don't have any family members you'd vote off the island if you had the choice. Yeah, fair. but it's part of their culture. It's, it's, it's such a cultural thing. It would be like, you know... Do you want to go to church for, for for Christmas this year? Family meeting. Uh, Chris doesn't want to go, but the rest of us want to go, so we're going. And Chris is going to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, there's a big difference between going to church and... Well, yeah, but again, they don't believe they're dying. Know, they I believe that they're going to, like, the next step Still, he, he again, or whatever. He clearly had already had some issues, because he'd already talked to his friends in the mountains. Mm. Who were like, dude, this is fucked up even by our standards. Just come live in the hills with us. I yeah. feel like what's actually going to happen is he's going to show up with his little bindle, and his friends in the mountain are going to be like, what are you doing here? Because I'm guessing this was not an explicit conversation they ever had. I think he's just assuming they're going to be happy to see him. No, he's going to show up at the mountain... He's going to look at the mountain. He's going to look at his fucking leg and oh, be like, God no. damn it! <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, no, I, oof, boy. I mean, and I get it. Like, it's one thing to have faith. It's another to have what appears to be proof. Mm. You know, you've got this fucking magic trick. Yeah, but, you know... Yeah, I mean, it's it's religion. Religion's yeah, no, no, fucked up. Yeah. But does the priesty guy know that it's bullshit? I don't think anybody knows that it's bullshit. No, I think they all they pretty don't much. Know. Yeah, they buy it. Yeah, they don't have they don't have proof otherwise. So like, this makes sense to them. Like, imagine if on Earth, when people died, they just like Obi Wan Kenobi out. Mm. You know, just yeah. their yeah, clothes fell down, where you're going. And, and it's like, oh, okay. Like, it's one thing when something dies and it's a body and it decomposes and you can you know burn it or bury it or do whatever you want with it uh boil it mash it stick it in a stew yeah it's a different thing i guess if if the body just vanishes and you probably and i'm assuming if things die outside of the magic box they do just decompose yeah you know you have to be in the box so 
I can see how you could get to the point where you're like, okay, there's something magic happening in this box that makes right. dead things do something different than they now, do. Now, explain to me then what the fuck Janeway was trying to tell Harry in the last scene where she, where he's like, oh, it's a shame that those, these people think they're going to heaven, but oh, they're actually going to an asteroid. That cop out. And Janeway's like, yeah, but because of this element thing, and maybe they're actually... Their essence is going to another plane, yet another dimension, yeah. and this and this, so and what? they tried to imply that, because they noticed that when they died, their neural, there was like a burst of neural energy. Sure. Which was then kind of absorbed into the rings. So it sounds like it's not really an afterlife so much as they're becoming a collective consciousness that exists in those rings. But there's absolutely no proof of that either. No. And really all that means is they're maybe still alive in there until that solar system is destroyed. Bomb it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a weird kind of like trying to have your cake and eat it too, which, not that I actually care a fucking jot about what he thought would have thought, but I feel like that's something Roddenberry would have been like, it's dumb. Don't do that. It, it, it wasn't even really necessary to do it. No. no. Um, you know... They, they needed a resolution that, oh man, this was a really religious-y episode. Well, I was going to say, they have to make sure people aren't going to be upset. I was just going to say, yeah. it, was probably, it was probably 100% just like the production staff being like, we can't be like, no, there's no God in Afterlife and shit. Which TOS episode was it? I want to say the Apollo no. episode where, where someone's like, oh, the gods were blah, blah, blah. And Kirk says, oh, for us, just the, we were fine with just the one. It's like, no, no, that's not what this show is about. No, well, that, yeah, that was definitely a fucking, you know, the network made that line before. And, oh, God, never forget fucking bread and circuses. (laughs) God, aside from the, like, really hot Spock and Bones scene, that episode is trash. Yeah, it's pretty garbage. I want to talk a little about Elements. Because yeah. I looked up something neat about elements. Because, so, at the time of uh, this episode coming out, there were 111 known elements at, at airing. And this episode, they discover what is supposed to be the 247th element. Mm. Which is a lot of fucking elements. Considering, like, the difference between elements is how many... Oh, correct me where, I'm, where my Isn't chemistry like is wrong Atoms here. or moles How or... many neutrons? Renos are in a, the, 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 you know, an atom, protons in an atom. So, how many somethings yeah, are in number, an atom? It's a number, I think it's a number of protons. Protons in an atom? Okay. Now, what's interesting about this number 247 is that physics have been studying, you know, because they've since made more elements by just jamming more protons in an atom and being like, well, that's a new one. Jam more in. Um, and physicists believe the upper limit to how many you can actually go, how many uh, elements there may actually be, is 172. Hmm. Just because there's no physical way to get that many more in an atom. Well, yet. See, was, yet. That's, that's one thing I was kind of wondering, because like, I didn't realize we already were just making them in labs. Good for us. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of, like, three-letter elements now, and those are yeah. the new ones. Well, yeah, there's, like, the... the, the Einsteinium the, the, the and... Tran, the transuranic elements. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. But that was my thought when they were talking about finding a new element. I was like, you guys have replicators. Can't you just literally... That's a good point. ...have, like, any possible combination have been worked out by a computer by now? I mean, like, you know. Hmm. Yeah, well, we maybe discovered We discovered yeah. an element that is... Just put it up and together and you have mustard. 
Yum. Mustard element. They've yeah. discovered the element of surprise. Well, the other thing about, <laughs> about like those high-numbered elements is that they're like extremely unstable. Like they right. they like they create can create them in the lab for like seconds or milliseconds. Enough that you can name it and say I did it. Yeah, and then they just then they just break down into so other I guess things. finding it stable in a yeah. natural way is a different. It's it that's more important. Like that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, if it's stable, then you can make things out of it instead of just saying, look, I did it, and now it's gone. Bye. <laughs> but that's kind of cool. I'm a fan of bismuth. That's a good element. That's a fun word. It's it's the one of the ingredients in Pepto-Bismol. There you mm. go. Hmm. So it's it gives it that, that That'll be the delicious bismol, flavor. Eh? No, actually, the flavor is to cover up the taste of bismuth, which is, hoo boy. It's literally <laughs> Satan's asshole, probably. No, I bet that's great, like, fucking Satan's nice asshole? chili sauce. Yikes. Apples. I don't know what's going on. Appropriately. Why is this happening? I don't know. Let's talk about other things. The, the working title for this episode was Beyond. Hmm. Mm. Good name. Yeah. No. Cool. What else is good? Oh, you know how was it? La- <laughs> was it literally just last week? I was talking about how they were for the first chunk of episodes of Voyager, they were using the four act structure. Mm. This is the one where they go back to the five act. So uh, that didn't last fucking long, did it? Nah, I guess not. <laughs> oh, uh, so Caitlin was like, I feel like I recognize the like. Oh my god, Jake did too. You son of a bitch! I was yeah. so oh, angry yeah. that he was right. So angry. No, see, Caitlin didn't have a guess who he was. Neither did I. Oh, did you actually know who he was? Like, you figured yeah, it out? Yeah, I figured wow. it out. Jake, Jake could wow. hear it in the voice. And what, uh, did, what, what did you say, Jake? I said, is that Mark Twain? And it was. Damn. Yeah, yeah same, no, I just looked actor. at him and was like, he looks similar. He looks familiar is what I said. He'd apparently also been in an earlier episode of TNG, not under makeup, yeah, but I he forget was, the episode. Yeah, I remember because we looked at, because I, well, I was reminded of what it was, because he was in, and then the bow breaks... I think that's the title. Uh, the one where the the aliens need children because they can't make children. Oh, kind of a thing. right. He right, was right. Radu, which I specifically remember because Ragu. We kept delicious. calling him Ragu, and oh. Jake made the joke because his wife can't get prego. Ah. Ah. Still forgot a solid about that joke. episode. Yeah, forgot about that fucking gold joke. So yeah, he's he's better as uh, this guy and as Radu than Mark Twain. <laughs> That's just Bem. Was it also Bem? He was also Bem. No, James Stewart was this one. Bem. Uh, oh boy, Bem. All right. Anything else on Nocturnal Eliminations? It was it was a wicked bummer, but it was good. Yeah, I thought it was quite. But yeah, it was really like, oh boy, fucking talk about death for an hour. Harry walking out on the the flimsiest of limbs, being like, okay, if I die, they'll revive me. How the fuck do you know any of that, Harry? I did like this episode. I will say, it's straight up is one of those episodes where it's like, this feels like the writers had, you know, dusted off a TNG script mm. and changed out the characters. Maybe, yeah. Because, it, it, I mean, it, it feels very, like, it would it would have worked just as well in TNG. I, like, I do like that it's Harry Kim because, I mean, he's getting a little bit O'Brien here in which it's like, let's just torture Kim a lot mm. because he's so innocent and it's kind of sad. He is so um, wide-eyed. But I still enjoy it. <laughs> I, it's funny you say that because what I answered the next episode was that uh, the first person we meet 
I feel like, you know, costume-wise, was a refugee from an early Next Gen episode. Who was that going to be, Jake? What? Prime Factors. Oh, Prime Factors. Yeah, okay, so yeah, so that's the end of uh, that episode. Our next episode we'll talk about is... We're right on time. Excellent. Prime Rib. Prime Factors. Delicious. Nom nom. Um, I want some Prime ribs. So in this episode, the Voyager's just kind of tooling around and... Um, the Voyager. God damn and it. A, uh, and, a sh- and a ship shows up and... Dude comes on and he's got kind of a creepiness to him, but he's like, "Hey guys, you want to come to my planet? We got sex." I said to Chris, "I was like, you can tell just by looking at this guy. He never wears fucking shoes. Never, <laughs> never. Or underwear for that matter. Well, it's all just hanging out. Or condom. Oh, uh, yeah. Janeway can contest to that. I'm sure. Um, a test, not contest. So anyway, so yeah, so it this, this dude shows up and he's like, "Hey, you know, we got this great fucking planet. We've heard all about you guys. You sound really cool. We want to invite you to our planet, hang out, enjoy it. You know, maybe. let us see your genitals." So, so the Voyager's like, "All right, let's do it. Let's go visit Sex Planet." Because, you know, we never get to visit Sex Planet. We're a million miles away from Ryza. So they go and they visit and it's pretty great, you know? Everyone's really nice. This guy has taken a big interest in Janeway. Mm-hmm. Kind of got a French thing going on, but she's down yeah, I don't know that. where that came from. He's, uh, the actor is, in fact, Belgian. Oh, oh, oh close enough. As I say, yeah, that's a good point because there are no French people in the <laughs> century, so you'd have to be from somewhere else. Anyway, um... But we do know New Zealand's back, so that's good. Mm. Thank God. Like the Romulans. So uh, yeah, so this it changes everything, like the brain. So we get to we get to the planet, and everything seems great. Yeah, everyone's having a good time. They're doing a shore leave. Janeway and this dude are plowing nonstop. He's buying her nice dresses, all kinds of stuff. They don't have to eat Neelix's shitty cooking for a yeah, while. Yeah, they get some better food for once. And um, and Harry Kim gets like a, a girlfriend, and who's likes to play the weather machine <laughs> um, and, like uh, it sounds euphemistic but i don't know what for you know I mean, <laughs> she likes to play the weather machine if you know what i mean no i fucking don't have any i mean screw. harry kim's penis obviously oh the weather machine <sighs> uh, she's gonna make it rain oh well weather the weather so anyway whatever the weather whether kim likes it or not <laughs> So they're hanging out, and she's like, hey, I want to show you this cool place. And they step on this platform, and they magically transport somewhere else. And, and at first, it's like, oh, this is like a cool holodeck. And she's like, no, not a holodeck. We're literally on a planet 40,000 light years from where we just were. This plat- this thing at our town square is a fucking transporter that can go fucking 40,000 40, light years. And, and Harry Kim's like, boing, 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 boing. Uh... And that's so, irrelevant. <laughs> so he immediately goes to Janeway and and the and and the interrupts belt. her plowing. Yeah, and he's like, uh, "Captain, I got something cool to tell you. They got a fucking transporter here that could transport us like more than halfway home in in like an instant." And she's like, "Boing boing boing." boing, boing, boing. Again, irrelevant. <laughs> and uh, and she's like, "So so Frenchy." What do you think? And he's and he's like, well, yeah, we do have it, and um, it is great. It is great, but you know, your primitive society. Oh my god! We can't. You know, we have we have this. This is what it feels like. We have like, this Jane rule. <laughs> we call it the first rule, and it means that we can't give technology to you we primitives. Call it the read alert. <laughs> and then you know, and then focus on Janeway. Fucking perfect. 
Focus on Janeway. Slide whistle. Um, so, like, they beam back on the ship, and she's like, fuck, we just got prime directive. Fuck! Um, so that's how it feels. But everyone else is kind of like, yeah, but... Fuck that bullshit. Fuck this shit, you know? Let's just, you know... So she tries to talk. They come up with a stupid plan. She's like, you know... Because cause they apparently, Harry, there was another thing where Harry Kim was like telling some boring ass story and the girl's like, <laughs> tell me more. I said the same thing. I love stories. So, He's like, I've got lots of stories. And she's like, tell me as she stifles a yawn. <laughs> Did I tell you how I died last week? Whoa. So apparently, you okay? she, apparently she loves stories and they all love stories because, you know, they're just so into pleasuring themselves that, that they get boners just from hearing stories. So Jamie's like, hmm, I got a plan. Why don't we give these people all of our stories? Like, we'll just give them an ebook, and uh, and they give us this fucking amazing technology. And she goes and she offers that to to the main guy, and he's like, yeah, I'll think about it. I do Um, like stories. You know, hand hand wank gesture. Um, (laughs) An actual wank. And then um, because it's him. But of course he's not really. He's just he, he just wants gross. to plow. But in the meantime, another guy comes up to Harry Kim and is like, "Hey, listen, they're not gonna give you the fucking thing, but I will. I got it right here. I love stories. Give me those stories because I'm gonna make fucking bank selling these things. So, Do you have a uh, Beowulf because that'll be appropriate next week. <laughs> give me give me some stories. I'll give you the transporter, and uh, no one has to know about it. So Kim goes to Janeway. She's like, "No, nah, we can't do that because you know we." Like, if that guy had come to us before we knew it was against the Prime Directive, we absolutely would have done this. But because we learned first that it was against their rules, now we can't, and that's the thing. And, um, so then, uh... The what lo- does Seska have to say about yeah, this? Yeah, <laughs> Seska, Seska's like, fuck this shit! I'm getting fucking home! It's my, it's my brother's birthday! Whatever. <laughs> We're fucking leaving! Pinatas all around! Well, even fucking, uh... Fucking Federation Curly. engineer is back. Yeah, what, what's his name? Curly, Carrie, Cur- Curly, Carrie. I thought he was Bucky too. Am I not? Carrie, no, 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 because no, he, he didn't like. That Bilana. was the whole thing. Was like he didn't want Belana to be the chief engineer because she. Was oh, that's who that guy was. I yeah. feel like there's a lot of background characters that you don't learn a whole lot about. Yet. I thought we were never gonna see him again, so I was fucking so flabbergasted. Like, Carrie is like, yeah, I agree with you guys. So Carrie, Belana, and. Uh, Seska come up with this plan that they're going to make the switch. They're going to they're make the trade with this dude, give him the stories. So they get it all set up. They download the stories to a USB. They go to the transporter room and beep, boop, boop, boop. Somebody's locked us out of the transporter. That dick. And they're like, fuck. So um, in walks our old friend Tuvok and he's like, it we, would, we uh, think the jig is up for it's sure. Like, it's like, like, uh-oh. Like, oh shit, we're about to get a, a tongue lashing from to Mr. Tuba. That sounds hot. And not the kind of tongue lashing they're doing down on the planet. Yeah. And he's like, I noticed that somebody had accessed the the stories, so I wanted to see who it was, and it was you. What accent Give is me, this? Give me the USB stick. I'm going to do the switch. And, and they're all like, oh, really? Great. So Tuvok beams out of the planet. He makes a switch. He comes back with the thing. Plug it into the ship. Plug it in, plug it He's in. He's like, don't plug it into the ship until I talk to Janeway and tell her that I fucking betrayed her <laughs> and went against her explicit orders. Let me let me soften the blow, then plug it in. And they're like, okay. But Seska's <laughs> like, let's plug it in now. Seska's fucking crazy. And then they plug it in and then they realize, oh shit, this thing works because there's some specific 
mineral in the planet that makes it work. So if we leave, we'll won't, we won't get to use it. So we kind of got to use it right now because Janeway is ordering us to leave. And we're having to cover and say that the warp core is broken. Wasn't it actually breaking shit too, though? Well, yes. Well, no. Not where, okay. But then, not, yet. We, not until they yeah. turn it on. And then this was all and then all like, techno babble all the time. And then they're and like, okay, let's anything. turn it on. So they turn <laughs> it on, and then it starts. Shit starts blowing up. Fucking warp core breach imminent. Smoke, fire, Jordy rolls. Jordy uh, <laughs> roll is very sad. There was an off-screen Jordy roll. mentioned Jordy rolls. You know what was happening. And they're like. Fuck, this thing's fucking, it's not gonna work. So, Belana does the only thing she can. She phasers it, blows it up, ruins it. And, uh, and, there, and then she's like looking at it, she's like, oh yeah, because, you know, it needs antimatter or anti. Anti neutrinos? Anti neutrinos. That's it, that's it, yeah. We thought it only needed regular neutrinos. It needs that element from last episode. It also <laughs> needs anti neutrinos. So. There's no, and our systems don't work with anti neutrinos, so no matter what we did, this wouldn't have worked. And then, uh, and then we have the dressing down. Janeway's like, Belana, you fucking bitch. I can't believe you've done this. Get out of my sight. What are you, a Maquis or something? If you fuck up again, Seriously. I'm putting you in the hole. Shit. And, uh, Not even I'm putting you and in then the she's hole. like, I'm and then she's like, and then costume. so then, and then two of like, well, you should also be mad at me because I was the one who actually did it. And, and so Jamie's like, okay, Bilana, fuck you, double finger, get out of my sight. Tuvok, why would you do this? I'm very disappointed <laughs> in you, but you did it because you love me. So it's all good. It's all good. But fuck Bilana! <laughs> Honestly, Bellana coming forward was so interesting to me because you'd think her character would like instantly want to like hide it, like shove it under the rug, blame Seska, blame Seska, um, and and the fact that she she basically says like, nope, we're Starfleet now, or at least that's what this uniform tells me. I have to go tell the captain. Well, because they became best friends. That's true. They yeah. did. They had. They had. They bonded over science. Yeah. Well, not anymore. No she's, more science. She's for really you. fucking disappointed. She's on the list. Oh, she'll get over it. Um, yeah, yeah. And then Seska's like, "No, let's just cover it up. Let's just say something else broke." Seska, Jesus. You just know that if Seska, if like they had, if Janeway had found out, Seska would have been like, "Yeah." You wouldn't believe how much Bellana like pushed us into doing this. You know? <laughs> yeah, Bellana and Tuvok, my God, they were all and over Carrie, it. Fuck I that warned Harry. them. I said it's not gonna work. And Neelix, just for fun. <laughs> oh God, yeah, get him fucking out of here. There's been very little of him, like he was in yeah. this. Oh, it's been great. He only showed up for a little bit. One, uh, well, you know why? Because it probably takes a fucking long time to get into that makeup. They're probably not really dying to do that every single episode. Or they don't have to. Mm. And I'm also kind of wondering if. Especially like this one, he wasn't in it a lot, so maybe they try to do him in as many scenes as possible in one day and just be like, here you go. Hey, that's the magic of television. Like, it doesn't, he doesn't have to record all his shit in order. Nope. Mm. They just get him in his outfit and say, all right, you're in. Today's Neelix Day. We're doing all the seven or eight scenes. minutes of film in the next three episodes. We're just going to bang it all out. Well, the other thing, too, is like, speaking of Neelix, one thing Bellana and, and Seska and Curly don't think about Fresca. Fresca. Is that um, Neelix and Kess are on board, and they're just going to decide to, like, yeah, everybody on the crew is anxious to get back to the Alpha Quadrant. 
But Neelix and Cass live in this quad. Well, we, uh, we we're talked back about to that. giving a shit about them and where they want to be. Come well, we, we talked about that. They I seemed, know, last week. Yeah, I they, they still were, don't care what they They were want. both ready to go to the Alpha Quadrant if the yeah. transporter trick works. I guess so that's true. It seems like they're just like, yeah, we got nothing here. We'll go wherever. Yeah, mm-hmm. adventure. We like it. Yeah. I so that. that. Yeah, I think that's already been covered. They Plus, just, they, they've got each other. It's all they really want. So it would have been nice to be consulted. Oh, Totally. But they weren't consulting anyone. So. That's true. Yeah, literally. Like, get, if it's going to get done, it's going to get done right this instant. Which is always a good way to do science. Absolutely fucking rush yeah, it. rush it as yeah. far well, fast as possible. Yeah, because you can yep. imagine that, like, yeah, okay, the device works on anti-neutrinos. They have 70 fucking years in transit right now, as far as they know. Yeah, that's true. They probably could have figured it out. They could have figured something out else out. If I mean they had the technology. No, they blew it up. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, well what I'm saying Yeah, what I'm point. saying is they should have been like, Alright, well let's mm. we got the thing. Because here's the thing, if they had just left the planet, right? But we need to get home for Seska's brother's birthday. And then Janeway was like <clears throat> and then, you know, Tuvok told Janeway, like, hey, by the way, I totally betrayed you. I went to the planet, I did the thing you did not want anybody to do, and you specifically said don't do, I did. But we have the thing now. It's not like Janeway's going to turn the ship around and bring it back. Yeah, it's, and also ask, ask for the library back. Because those people now have the library. Right. My but they, God. it's just a copy. I mean, it's not like they have the whole... They have the complete works of Jordan Peterson. They're going to turn into terrible people. They have all of the Dixon Hill holodeck they have, programs. They have fucking Ayn Rand. Ooh. Shit. Yikes. Oh. And that's how it became Ayn Rand Planet. Yep. Actually, it kind of is Ayn Rand Planet. Oh, Jesus. Isn't they, it? They have. They probably have the book that makes you into perf- a Nazi planet. Brings you into Nazi planet. <laughs> Are they going to say that makes you Chicago gangster? Oh, or they, bo- have they have both. They're going to be fucking Chicago gangster Nazis from space. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. I think we just wrote the next Bioshock. There you go. Ah, uh, that I would. I would. Well, I wouldn't play. I'd watch. Drop you play the heaters. <laughs> Wowzers. Yes! We want some of those fancy heaters. Speaking of funny things from TOS that we're bringing out for reasons, um, <laughs> the the original story for, for this episode involved that this race that we're encountering was going to be the same race that dispatched Gary 7. Oh, oh that's terrible. Giving, giving more credence to Assignment Earth, which no, please don't. I mean, it, it, why would those people care about like well, it just... would have been a, a, like a different story. Oh, it yeah. would have been that race was doing instead of this race. It would have been that race. I see. I see. That actually, I mean, as much as Assignment Earth is a travesty, and it is. Yes. I you know I wouldn't That's have minded a, a follow up to that because we don't know where Gary Seven came from, and I mean yeah. he's apparently magic, so I'd have been okay, not with this specific story. Like it wouldn't have made sense for it to be a sex planet, but. Could could they have found though more of a just like stereotypically like creepy European sex pest? Yeah, to God. represent sex planet like, without wearing shoes ever. Yeah, what I love to I was at one point like Jesus Christ, so these people are just fucking handsy as shit. Like everybody's constantly touching everybody else, but they want to make damn sure they have permission to share your stories first. Like their consent is all kinds of weird. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it, it is interesting to get a Star Trek story where the prime directive uh, shoe is on the other foot. Yeah, because I was sitting there and I was like, so what, what, what's the conflict going to be here? Because at first I was like, oh, is this, 
How creepy is this guy gonna get? Harry, and, Harry Kim traipses on the flowers, and yeah. And then when I found, when they worked out, we get to the point where it's like, oh, this is what it's about. Okay, this this should be interesting, and it was. Yeah, they could have really dropped the ball, but they didn't. So well done there. Uh, one thing, but Harry though, Kim's balls definitely dropped. One thing is like Harry, it's like Harry, Harry. The platform will still be there if you get laid first. Just. Don't go back. Jesus Christ, I swear to God. Is this why he's trying so hard not to go and... No, no, he has a girlfriend at home, doesn't he? I was going to say, maybe that's why he was like, no, I don't want to date the Delaney sisters. Maybe he doesn't like ladies. But he has a girlfriend back home, so I guess he does like ladies. So, here's the thing, right? So, the magic thing, it's a platform, and you just stand on it, right? Yeah. Well, apparently it folds space. Well, right, yeah, yeah. So, presumably, could they just build... A giant fucking version of that platform that the whole ship could fit on. Well, they said who's the, they the the, the, the aliens. crew of the void the, the aliens aren't going to help them do that. The aliens want them to stick no, around, that's true. They do so want they can keep fucking them. Yeah. Well, yeah, they even said it sounds that like they're going to get sick of them quickly. So why not just oh, keep yeah, them for a couple that weeks scene, until they get that bored? That where it's like it where, yeah. where sex man is like, I love you, Jane Way, and she's like. She said, she said something to upset. He's like, you have bored me now. I am done with you. Get well, me out really, of my sight. Because he's like, you're going to get bored with me. And he gets bored with her because she realized his game. Yeah. Uh, like, yep. they, they did mention, though, that the size of the platform doesn't matter. Yeah, Henry, Harry Kim said that. Yeah, like the folding of space, it's just... Well, the energy it, source matters. Well, what I'm saying is, like, if but you would need to still land the ship on top of it, I would assume. Or get near it, yeah. They'd probably have to build an extra platform outdoors somewhere, but it wouldn't need to be huge. Yeah. If that's the case, I mean, that could have been negotiated. I think like that to send them on, to send them one jump. Yeah, yeah, that you would know? have been that would have been way further than they, than they. Like, like, well, they, that's, like, here's, that's like what... if I were Jamie, I'd be like, "Hey, sex man, I'll stay behind. I'll stay with you. We'll do all the sex you want, but let's let in exchange, and we'll give you the stories." But in exchange, I want to land my ship on your platform, send it forty thousand light years ahead. Chakotay will go the rest of the way. Well, that's what she that that's what she was offering the stories for. Like the other guy said, "Fuck that! I will straight up give you the machine." Her deal was like, "Look, I get you don't want to give us the tech, oh. so give us a jump, just a one jump." I don't understand why they wouldn't do that. Because they're dickheads. Well, really, it's because they didn't want them to leave. Yeah, yeah I guess that's true. But also because like. And I get it. Like, this is crazy powerful. They didn't want it falling into the wrong hands. Like, imagine if the Borg got their hands oh, on yeah. this shit. No shit. I mean, I totally get why they don't want them. But here's the thing. Do they not know that it only works on their planet? I don't know. Because you really think that would have just ended the conversation. You know, just be like, look, I can't get into details, but it literally only works here. Yeah, but there's no risk of it falling into somebody else, like unless there's other planets that are like that. Which yeah, there or, or you are. can, or once you know what the thing that works on your planet is, you can eventually you can create that yourself. Yeah, in even if it takes years, that, that's still something that yeah you know, that you would then have. Yeah, I mean, or again, they just legit don't realize it, yeah. don't quite understand fully. Plus, yeah. you know, they need those stories. They do. They're all sketchy. Even the even the guy making the secondary deal, even more sketchy. Oh yeah, he was wicked sketchy. Oh, he became so crazy rich. Like <laughs> he's totally chief sex pest after this. Oh yeah. Well, you know what I really liked was uh, Udana's uh, little dress. It was very cute. She was the music. Yeah, she was music Harry, Harry's little She was friend. the meteorologist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a stupid, stupid prop. <laughs> well, I, I I kind of enjoyed it. Turned out to be a weather machine because I was like, oh, that is. 
that is not music. That is terrible. And then, no, it wasn't music. Everyone's, it was it was telling her it was going to rain next she week. She was just doing her job. Everyone's yeah. a critic. Speaking of uh, special props, the, uh, the, the spatial trajector matrix prop that we get uh, was originally uh, Wesley Crusher's superconductive magnet. Oh, God. I forgot from, about that stupid thing. From something. That, a very early episode. Yeah. A very bad one, I'm sure. They all are. Yeah. <laughs> There's like Will two be. good first season episodes. That's just not one of them. It wasn't naked. It wasn't naked now and... because that had the the I repulsor was, beam. I looked. I didn't write down which episode it was, but I want to say it might have been. He was just carrying it around during the Dauphin. Well, maybe. maybe. I don't remember, but yeah. Oh God, that episode. Oh God. Oh God. Oh, and I was remembering so much of season one of was TNT. The Dauphin that wasn't the one where one. he's like dating a space caterpillar. Yes. Cool. God, I will say like. Will you? This this so far, like the first season of Voyager, like, is so much better than the first season of TNG. Nah. Well, like, yeah, I mean, because bar you know, is low. Gene Roddenberry and his crew aren't writing it. You know, they they actually hired proper writers. Like, I feel like we've had maybe one episode that was like, I think we were all like, eh, that was oh yeah, the, shitty. the Nori one, but wasn't great. That was still nowhere near as bad as like their take on the naked now yeah or you know <laughs> naked code, time. code of honor i forget which one's which naked time is the original thank you um whereas yeah this I, this week in particular i think were two really quite good ones yeah like, I, I was impressed with both of them um because again like it was nice to finally see like you said jake and, and they even say in the episode like fuck this is what it's like. Yeah. This sucks. And, and this no is, wonder other races hate us so and much. Like this, this is an episode, unlike you know the first one, which was still good, but this this one here, it really is a uniquely Voyager episode because yeah. the whole plot is all around the, the, you know, we need this technology to get home thing. Yeah. Yeah, this is Delta, Delta Quadrant specific. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and this, you know, and this wasn't an instance of, like... It's interesting because I don't know if I would have liked it as much if the technology would have worked. Like, mm. the, I, like, or I wonder, like, because, because you know, the whole at the end of the day, what like, if it backfired and sent them the other way? Yeah, I was, think, I was <laughs> thinking. I, w- I was thinking, like, oh, it would be interesting if, like, whatever was happening on the ship caused some cataclysm on the planet. Oh, no. I was kind of waiting for that to happen. You know, like, oh shit, we're feeding back neutrinos into their anti-neutrino thing. and All the stories we just gave them are now just all full of termites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I was kind of waiting for them to have accidentally caused a holocaust yeah. to really drive home the whole, like, prime directive But then, thing. like, but that would have made Bellana irredeemable. <laughs> yeah, like, that would have been <laughs> way too far. Seska, um, at least. <laughs> Yeah, but it's interesting that they don't actually get caught by, you know, the planet people, you know, the the sex Mm. people. They don't actually, like, other than the guy that sold it to them, they don't know. Yeah. Well, also just, like, you know, even if he had called up and been like, what are you doing? You know what? We're leaving. Fuck you, pal. You told us to leave. We're on our way. Mm, This is what it's like when we leave. (laughs) Don't you like, you like watching us walk away. It's also interesting, though. It's like, because it's true that the only reason why they don't like if the if the creepy story dealer had approached them first with the thing, 
before they asked permission from the other guy, they would have just bought the thing. Like, the no questions asked. Because they wouldn't, like... Yeah. If they didn't know that it was against their prime directive... Yeah. They wouldn't have... It wouldn't have been a problem. I feel like they would have wondered why Sketchy Dude was being sketchy, Well, it makes... It, it does kind of make me wonder, though... Like, what are the ethics of... You know, of the prime directive... On If you're on the receiving end of, of something. So, like... The fact that... I, I mean, the prime directive is we don't get involved in other people's cultures. It's not just a a for, for races that are less advanced as us. It's cultures in in, in entirety. Well, right. And if their culture is we don't give you the technology, I think you have to respect that. Well, yeah, you have to respect your that. Prime but you well, you have to respect that. But then if somebody else comes to you and says, "Well, I'll give it to you. I'll give you the technology." Like why? Why um, are they about... send Tuvok in? That's the answer. Well, like why is Jane? Why does Janeway decline principles? And that's it. But, but like what? What? Uh, but based on what principle? And I feel I feel like Tuvok's right. Like Tuvok was logical. Like yeah, she'd he, already written in her log. I said no. He, and didn't diso- want to he disobeyed <laughs> orders, which was wrong. But he, I think he was right in that. It was not a violation of Federation principles to accept the thing if it was offered to them, which it was, because it wasn't against Federation principles to give them the stories. Uh, Janeway just didn't want to betray her her fuck buddy in a lot of ways, I think. You know, I don't know. I, I feel like Tuvok was, was actually right in this. Oh, absolutely. It's funny. The Tuvok thing was a genuine surprise to me because I thought what he oh, was just cool. doing was like he was going to be like catching them, the stern the parent so that Janeway didn't have to be the hard ass, you know? Mm. It's like, all right, everyone can be mad at me because I don't care if they're mad at me. Yeah, I don't care if any you know, of you Janeway like gets me. to be like, I tried with Tuvok. Oh, no. <laughs> so the fact that he was actually like, no, no. I'm taking the hit for her in a different way. It was like, oh, well, shit. Did not yeah. see that coming. Yeah. The other really fascinating thing about the Tuvok decision is that T- Tim Ross had them like work a lot more in on what his motivations were in him, you know, disobeying her order. And the thing that's lacking that he wishes they had worked in more was he's also, in a sense, trying to avoid a coup. Because all the McKee people are now getting more and more pissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that Janeway just said... No, we're not going to get home earlier. We're not going to, you know, do something that's against my personal ethics or against what I what I perceive the Federation ethics are as the person translating them for you. Is they're like fucking shit. We're gonna See, mutiny any moment now. You know what would have really helped in this situation? A fucking jag. Somebody on the ship that knew the fucking law and could have made a fucking ruling. Like, because I, I feel like it's, on a Troy. It's a little ambiguous. <laughs> Because yeah, because I honestly do not know if Janeway had was legally required to say you know to, to decline the offer from the uh, from the I think I think story that's peddler what captains are for in this. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Had I been the captain here, and sketchy guy came to me, I'd have turned him down just because I would have thought, yeah, bullshit is that real? It's probably a bomb. There's Blow that. my ship up the minute I use it. Fuck you. Hell, if Double I'm burn. if I'm the captain. I'm off, off, a- activating general order 24 or whatever <laughs> it is. <laughs> and we're gonna, we're going to land the, pl- the we're going to land the fucking ship on the ruins of their fucking city 
right on top of that platform or turn it that on. That we somehow didn't destroy. Hmm. Well, you know. They'll use a, they'll use some sort of biological weapon. There you go. It didn't say how you destroy the oh, planet. You, you know, you just destroy all the life, but leave the stuff intact. I liked the pecan pie. Because mm, yeah. I'm a big fan of pecan pie. So did the creepo. He loved it. That's the one problem. Oh, I'll send you the recipe. Yeah, but if they don't have pecans, that's a problem. Yeah, no kidding. More like pecant pie. Hey. <laughs> they probably have something like pecan. Or something like replicators. Who knows? Maybe that's part of it. I will send you the chemical makeup of a pecan. Yeah, that's what recipe means. See, to what them. it should have been is you're like, yeah, I could send you these pecans, but we don't like to share our, <laughs> our botanicals with primitive cultures that um, don't have our delicious nut bounty yeah ew that's what Paris calls his pants no speaking of Paris I think I spotted his photo double in this episode because ah. there's a in this furry scene where they're first showing the like the little plaza where I go what are we in fucking uh what do they say not I don't first contact. at least we're not in the mall again <laughs> Oh, no, it's sort of the other mall. I was like, oh, my, what, what is this fucking uh, encounter at Farpoint? No. She's looking at Claw. Oh, it did, yeah, it, gave, it had strong Farpoint vibes. But in the foreground, there was a guy who, for a split second, I thought was Tom. Because he was tall, lanky, same exact haircut. But then Tom was in the background. <laughs> and I legitimately did like, wait, what the? Hold on. Two Toms, one bridge. So I kind of wonder if it was like, we need an extra. Grab, grab fucking, uh, I can't think of his real name, but grab Tom's body double. Robert. Yeah. Grab, One of the many Robert. Grab Bob. When, when in doubt, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> grab Bob's body double. Which Bob? It's fucking Tom Bob. Tom Bobadil. God, they probably did just end up calling them by their character names just for simplicity's sake. Yeah, that, make, that would make sense. Poor doctor. <laughs> Dr. Bob. But yeah, I think good, good, week. good week. A good week. Yeah, yeah I thought solid. so too. Probably our best week. Yeah, like, again, the first episode, a bummer, but definitely interesting. Very interesting. This episode, interesting without being a bummer, if a little, like... Skeezy. You feel yeah. a little dirty Oh, so much skis. Yeah. So much skis. I compared it to, uh... Just, actually, if you have Paramount Plus to watch Star Trek, this, at the time of recording, is on there. It's Unless just, you're in Europe. Oh, right, what a bullshit job that shit. was. The Assholes. worst. Wait, what happened? Oh, boy. They they decided to pull Star Trek from European Netflix like two days before the season four Discovery premiere. And it's not ready to launch in Europe on Paramount Plus until sometime next year. That sucks. Like, Why? a couple days before. Having, having, but I will say, having seen the first episode of, of this new season Which of, we have of Discovery. Okay. No spoilers. No spoilers, but... but Kind of wish I was European. <laughs> Not good, huh? It's it's a sensory. It's, a it's another sensory overload episode. And oh boy, you're gonna love the fire. Oh god, yeah. Anyway, watch it. When you, watch it when you get a chance. Uh, we and, will. Uh, yeah, we yeah. we've not. We still gotta start chance. Prodigy too. Yeah, we. Yeah, our schedule. Prodigy uh, episode this week was okay. Um, but what, oh, whatever. Oh yes, but there's this movie that a uh, friend of Caitlin's introduced us to, which is a, an absolute delight. What's it called again? Shirley... Shirley Valentine? Shirley Valentine. Don't call me Shirley. It's about this middle-aged English woman who... Call me Valentine. Is like, I'm, I'm going, you know, her she, her stick-in-the-mud husband never wants to go anywhere. She's like, fuck it. I'm going on a sweet Greek vacation. And she meets a creepy Greek guy. She gets her groove back. It's really weird because the husband is played by the dude that plays the King of Rohan. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. But What is that from? Uh, Lord, Lord of the, the Rings. Rings. Sure. Uh, great movie, though. Really. Should be better known. Very funny. Uh, but I was getting vague Shirley Valentine vibes at first. 
Right. There's no segue into our, into our activity yeah, this I... week. But uh, yeah, so we're enjoying Voyager. And you know what we do when we see Voyager is we see the title card at the beginning of the episode. There we go. So the, the activity this week is a title card activity. Oh boy. How many? Title, titular, titular card. Yeah, tits. <laughs> Everybody is children's. All right, so a week or a couple weeks ago, we did all the movie title cards so that I could wait long enough for the Prodigy title card to be out so that I could have uh-huh. it in, in this week's activity. Because uh, otherwise, it would I'd be using one from like the trailer, which turns out not the same title card they use in the show. Mm. So, here we go. We're starting talking title cards of all the different series. We're starting off with the original uh, series. Classic. Very, very classic. We got... Le- lovely yellow letters over a star field. That lovely font that we also get to see in some of the movies. Classic. This is, it, it was this blue is in a few cards. episodes, wasn't it? You will see. Ah. Any other comments on this title card? No, I mean, it's... it's, it's what it is. You know. it's so, yeah, it's such, a, it's such a great font, too. It really it's, is. It, it yeah. becomes the Star Trek font that we see everywhere. I feel, I'm, I'm feeling like, because I never really thought of this before, but the, the yellow text on a dark star field, did, did, did Star Wars rip this off? Let's go with yes. Yeah, I'm going to say yes. Good. Speaking of yellow text on a, on a star field, for, old, for season three, they switch it to blue text blue. on a star field. And also... Instead of only white stars, oh, they got you'll see a stars. couple oh, yeah. Yeah. like scattered around. And when it's moving, you see them more. Yeah. A couple uh, red stars, blue a blue red. star. Oh, red and blue giants. Yeah, and they zoom by and do the thing. Otherwise, same exact font, but blue. I don't really know why they changed it. Mm-hmm. But there it is. More it's or less nice. the same shade as TNG, too, I think. Well, let's find out. Maybe production that season blue. Yeah. Yeah. Keep on moving forward. Um, we have the TAS title card. Very simple. Same same, same text f- basically, text. but we're over some of their terrible animation. I mean, it looks fine. I was gonna say it looks alright when it's not moving. Yeah, when it's not moving, it's actually quite <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, for a that's yeah, it's not bad. It sounds like feels like the least kind thing you can say about animation. Yeah, it looks seriously. good when it's not moving. Oh, oh sad. <laughs> I tried real hard. No, you didn't. No, that's true. Some Hannah Barbera yeah, so we got the, For the TNG, we have that blue font. That very distinct... <laughs> blue font sounds A's. too much like bouffant. Yeah, the A's are, are very interesting. The A's are kind of almost... Deltas? What would you call those? That actually looks They're, like those coffee cups they have in... Like the uh, backwards G. Oh, yeah, they kind of do. I find it interesting that the A in Generation is the same A from Star, mm. but the T... And E, oh, yeah, aren't, or or the R even for that matter are Wait, not the same. It's probably because when they're scaled down that much, yeah, you it was probably gonna blur that. together anyway. That's a good point. I, never... I also think it's it's not that it's not the same. It's that in the the Star Trek text, they in, they include the nice little stripey stripe mm. that goes through the underneath the the bar in T and all the way through. Mm. Yeah, I've got to admit, I was never keen on this font. Yeah, and I, and even now, just like looking at it. In depth, it's kind of... I never noticed how weird the S yeah, is. Yeah, this is very strange. It, it's a... It's an, and the X does stuff I never noticed before. Oh, wow, it does. It's, a little, little, uh, it's doing a little spooky. kick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All it's right. a, it's kind of weird yeah. when I you really like, look at it. Yeah, I like the, the cutout shape that goes through Star and through Trek. I think that's pretty mm. nice. I'm interested, though, like, the, the kerning around the E in 
trek. It feels like it's it's a little wider than anything else, and it's. Oh yeah, because all these are very close. Yeah, some of those ones are all very close, but the, just the E has like. Mm. I think it's because the E is out. the only one that's touching on the actual. I don't know the names for for what this would be, but oh what the, yeah, they would. It's, it it's been not t- a thing. It's not a thing jutting out. It's the actual. Yeah, it would have been. Of the it would have been kissing the uh, the uh, the yeah. R and the K ah. if it were any closer. Good point. Yeah, hmm. but yeah, I think I think it's, nothing's nothing's really like kicking me about this uh, this font though. Mm. Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and very, very sadly, both Deep Space Nine and Voyager aren't as high res because right, they never... the two series aren't mm. uh, HD. I but... like this. I like this one. Yeah, it kind of feels like I don't know if they were going with this on purpose, but it's like it. It feels like some of the movie fonts, but has a an extra level of like. Like, it feels like they threw in a little bit of that Cardassian, like... Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, they did, like, the emboss had made it 3D, but I think it is the same font from the movies. Yeah, I think it's the same font of the movies. I wonder, oh, do they still have, like, this little angle on the T? Well, I think that's... Yeah, I guess they kind of do. Oh, yeah, there's the Opus-looking R's. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the same typeface. I just think that they made it metallic and 3D. Mm. What about the E's? Are the E's in the movies curved like that? Yeah, or are they, more... they are. But but since in the movies they're not 3D uh, yeah. like this, they're not like embossed mm. like this. So it's basically they don't, they, it's very they similar. It's not, it, it's not an exact copy, but it's... It is it's, just it's, basically the movie fonts. Yeah, yeah. Very similar. Okay. And the same thing for Voyager. Voyager is also very very much like the movie fonts. Yeah. Uh, we've even got the, the swooshes on the star and the track. Yeah. They, I think going with the more movie font thing was probably for the best. I good. You know, I gotta say that. I mean, maybe this is just modern design sensibility, but three D metallic letters. Oh, it's very nineties. It's very nineties. <laughs> it's like look what we can do. I noticed how they switched though. Like on, on DS Nine, it was Star Trek was gold, and well, Deep yeah. Space Nine was silver. On Voyager, Star Trek is silver, and Voyager is gold. Interesting. One is silver, and the other gold. I was thinking that too. Circles round. <laughs> I literally only know that because of Futurama, so I assume that's. Oh my! It's oh, I know it because song? Girl Scouts. What is it from? Oh, make, yeah, I, I think I know that from Girl Scouts too. Make make new friends and keep the old. One, one is so yeah. It, it's what uh, the Benders say to each other in the episode where they meet their counterparts from the other uh, dimension. Oh really? Because one's gray and one's gold. Okay, Enterprise pisses me off. It um, looks like a movie starring Matt Damon. Because it all, yes. it does, it does yes. change between between seasons, but this is for seasons one and two. It's just Enterprise, and it you know it starts off over the Earth, and then the rest of the title sequence happens. We'll talk title sequences another time, <laughs> but it's such a genericy font. If you look really quick, the R's could could be A's. Oh yeah, they, they're not very pretty. They really wanted so much. With that show at first to make a Star Trek that wasn't a Star Trek somehow, yeah. and it shows in some of these decisions. It and... shows even more in that for seasons one and two, Star Trek isn't in, even in the title, in the title yeah. card. I do like you know the big Earth though. I think I think that's quite nice. It, it it makes sense when you consider it's supposed to be like first steps and stuff. Yeah, but damn, they should have tried harder on what they overlaid on it. Yeah, the, the yeah, I wish I wish it wasn't. Yeah, it it is very simple. We spend all our design money on Scott Bakula. <laughs> we spend all our design money on Faith of the Heart. <laughs> but in seasons three and four, they switch it up. There and they we add, go. They do add That's... Star Trek. They do embrace that they are Star Trek, which is shocking. This, this, is, this is 
immensely better. This is like night and just day. literally just adding Star Trek. Just made adding it better. Star Trek made it made it better. So it's not just one word, and you don't even know what it is. Yeah. Like what is this? Sci-fi? It's not even that. It's just I mean, it looks better. It looks a lot better. They got the lines, which aren't coming out of the S and the K, but still harken back yeah, to... Yeah, it's still just an... It's not an interesting font. The A's no. are nice in the font. And now that you can see an A next to an R, you know that it's not, yeah. it's not the same. Yeah, like, the, it, it feels a little... Well, I mean, because it literally says it, but, you know, it's... Acknowledging that it's Star Trek, which is like, yes, good, you fucking Yeah, idiots. very, very literally. One thing Enterprise does that I'm a huge fan of that I think is going to be really cool when we finally hit it is they have an entirely different uh, title card and title theme and title sequence and everything when they hit the Mirror Universe. I wasn't sure if you were going to bring that up, so I, I wasn't saying I anything. I wanted to bring it up. So here we Beautiful. have the, um, the Star Trek Enterprise um, title card for the Mirror Universe. I did have to catch this a couple seconds after we see it in the original because it starts off the same as the Star Trek Enterprise logo in seasons three and four. And then it flips to like the inverse colors, which yeah. isn't mirroring. It's negative. Yeah. But okay, but I'll take it. it well, again, because cool. let's, you know, when, when Nemesis did literal mirroring, we were like, guys, come on. <laughs> yeah, no fucking kidding. Yeah, uh, no, that I do love that they went through the trouble of making for two episodes just a whole new title sequence. I think it's really fun. I'm going to alienate. That's the thing, as much as I'm probably not going to like most of the mirror bullshit, because fucking hell mirror bullshit, I do love that they put effort in. Oh, man, I mean, that whole... Well, more the second part than the first, but... No spoilers. Without getting into details, just the amount of just... It is just fan wank. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> undiluted fan service. Oh, God. I fucking love it. That can go. It can go so well or so poorly. I'm gonna to have to see it to find out because I don't think I've seen these episodes. Oh, they are. They're good. I, I mean, I. They I are amazing. Them. Scott Bakula cannot play a bad guy. Yeah. Well, it's like, like at all. So it's a, it's wonderful watching him try to be evil Archer. Uh, yeah. No, it's. Yeah. It's it's nice. Sorry. Right. Yeah. So that, that's something to look forward to, and it meant that we have another title card to look at. Yeah. And then a couple of years pass, and we get to Star Trek Discovery. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, there's a lot going on in their in their title sequence. Like I, you have to find a very certain spot yeah. to take this screen grab because they they build the thing like out in the in the animation. I don't. The, I think the squashedness of discovery is is a little tricky for me to read. I'm not sure the lines coming off the D and the Y work. Mm. Good point. I don't actually mind that. I hate how stark the T and star looks. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. It's like and they're. In Trek. They took the they took the original font, but then kind of fucked with it a little bit, and not for the better. I yeah. Think. Plus, they're gonna be in motion and li- literally yeah. like the next um, uh, frame of the of the title sequence is them flying out at you in a blurry effect, and oh, there's a lot going on. Yeah, the discovery title sequences are busy, but from what I understand, kind of typical of Brian Fuller shows, even though he wasn't involved at this point. It gave me big Hannibal vibes the first time I watched mm. it, and I remember saying as much. Yeah. yeah it mm. also changes between seasons uh, two and three, and I... After, the little details change every season. But the title card itself... Oh, it does, okay. ...changes. Um, it looks like this now. Oh! In which they oh. fix Discovery. They also, if you'll notice, and I don't know, I, I, I didn't pay attention to the aspect ratio of the screen, but it, they seem to have widened oh, yeah, look at that. significantly. 
The T in Trek still looks like it's hanging out by itself. Yeah, they haven't changed Star Trek, but Discovery yeah. is a new font. The background is cleaner because there's a little less, like, little going on, scratches yeah. going on. Uh, it's wider because they did something for the title sequence in I terms of aspect ratio. I wonder if they changed the aspect ratio on the show. I, know, I, I never paid attention. I meant yeah, to when I was have. looking this up and then forgot. They made there's it something... IMAX for some reason. You know, I, I I know I definitely get like not Trek vibes off of Discovery, but for some reason, and this works still. But for some reason, I first thought was like, it feels like it should be a NASA font. Oh, it okay. feels to me like like the Discovery seems too big now. It seems like it should. It's better be. than too small. Yeah, I think yeah. I definitely prefer the proportions here, and they got rid of the lines, which I feel like. The lines work sometimes. In that case, they didn't. I kind of like the V. The, the mm, little tick notch, in V is yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, I also think it's much more readable when it's like nice and big. Yeah, I mean, and it's, definitely, it's, definitely, it's definitely more readable. Much, much. Uh, it's just I don't know. It's just it feels like it's dominating. Yeah, and I like also because I think in the original one, it's almost the same. It's possibly only like just smaller and squishier in terms of the font between Star Trek and Discovery. It's the same. In this one, at least, there's variety, which I appreciate. Yeah. So that's Star Trek Discovery. Star Trek... Oh, I almost forgot to do the short tracks, and then I went back and checked all the short tracks. Um, because it's going to be super cool whenever we cover the short tracks, because each one has a different title sequence, and I think huh. they're all really fun. I'd forgotten that fact. They're really fucking fun. Oh, that's um, awesome. But short tracks is very much the the Star Trek font from Discovery. Yeah. In the in the same red with the same bullshit going on. Yeah. Although I mean, this time they got they got the dimensions of all of the all of the letters. Well, that, oh, yeah, whatever, that's whatever. Yeah, it might have been just the particular screen grab because they do come in as the the, the animation progresses. There's also literally one short trick episode. Forgotten which one it was. Don't really care. There's one that's different. Uh, in that it looks like this. Ooh. So instead of oh. the kind of manila e background yeah, that it's... the Discovery short tracks have, this one's a black-ass background with some red splurgy shit. It's harder to see short tracks, but in the animation it makes yeah, kind of sense. It's, when it's moving, I bet it's easier. I bet this is the one that led into Picard. Yeah, no, that's what not. I was... It's oh, not. See, that's what oh. I would have assumed, too. I got nothing, then. I, I, I'll look it up. I forget which one it was. But yeah, it's a, it's much darker... It's kind of cool. Yeah. We got move on to Star Trek Picard. A lot of ne- a lot of negative space. Yeah. Yeah. Star Trek is quite small. It's, it's the in- Discovery font, but it's in gold. Yeah, I actually kind of like this one. I kind of like it. I like the Delta. The Delta use of the Delta. Yeah. I do love the the Delta. Yeah, the Delta. The good. Delta is like aces. This might or be the best Deltas. thing about Picard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Data. Data is the best thing about Picard. Yeah. But yeah, no, this one this works. Yeah. And even the simplicity of the Picard font, yeah, it's somehow... I think the fact that it's got the Delta makes it nice. Yeah. yeah. And it's appropriate. Picard himself doesn't need a fancy uh, fancy font. Is yeah. It? I also <laughs> picked the time when the Delta... The Delta starts off exactly in, in the same uh, lines as Picard and gets oh, okay. bigger and bigger and bigger until it does a thing. Oh, right. cool. But yep, Picard, fairly clean, even more clean because it's on a pretty white background with the, the flex from the animation yeah. all around. We move on to Lower Decks, a fucking cartoon show. It looks goofy and wet. Oh. It looks like a cartoon. Oh, I somehow forgot that it's literally the TOS Star Trek, but then Lower Decks is some sort of like yeah, not even the TNG parody font. font. Yeah, but then they do what they, they do the um, 
the the credits I'm pretty sure are just the the TNG credits. They use the same text. Why did they mix styles? I don't know. I don't know. It looks really goofy though. It because does. Because this way they can wink Two twice references, yes. <laughs> at their viewers. <laughs> Look what we did. Also, the the E into the R looks like a dick. Let me see. That's see this, ne- oh, yeah, this negative space. Oh my god, I bet they, they did that on purpose. Oh, it's actually probably supposed to look like the Enterprise. It's got two little nacelles. And... Actually, if that's true, that's excellent. But No, I... it's a dick. <laughs> it's a big... It looks more like a starship than tip. a dick to me. I will say Eagle Moss has shown off photos or of Or a its... crochet hit hook. Of its Cerritos model. And as I've said before, I'm not sure about the show, but I do like the ship. Mm. Have you seen? I don't know if you've looked because you haven't watched uh, Prodigy yet. Not yet. The Proto Star is quite. Nice. It's from what I've seen in the trailers. It's very pretty. Yeah, the Proto Star is great. It's got some Voyager thing going on. Exactly. It's it's a it's a very clean Voyager. Mm. Just the fucking or intrepid. Con- considering like the whole you know people always sort of talk about the difference between like Star Trek and Star Wars is like Starfleet ships at least are always very very clean and bright whereas Star Wars everything is always kind of lived in a beat up hunk of junk but even by Star Trek standards the proto star is like fucking glistening mm. which makes sense you'll see why it makes sense no, I'm sure show. yeah and we move on to Prodigy what's interesting in Prodigy and as of a couple of weeks ago before the show came out and I got the the screen grab of the title card the title card I was looking at was from one of the trailers which is a little cleaner and just set has Prodigy without the faces in them. Mm. In the actual show, it has the faces in them, which yeah. makes it feel a little more kids' show because kids need lots of sensory stimulation. Mm. I also, like, I know that they did it for branding, but it really doesn't need the Nickelodeon. <laughs> oh, they love slapping their name on anything they have even tangential relationship to. Yeah, it's a little sad because it also clashes with the color scheme yeah, like, so I think, badly I think this would have been really good without the Nickelodeon and maybe without the faces yeah, I'll, I'll show you what it looks like without it in a minute but yeah I do love the Prodigy font the Prodigy font I think is super chilly yeah I will say though, even, even without super the face super chilly that's not a fucking thing <laughs> super cool I'll it say. is now like I feel like even without the faces you know it does still feel kind of more like a kid show font um, it's, it's got like a star in the O. Well, it's the it's, it's the, the command. command um, well, I know command that, dust. but it feels kind of I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just showy. it's it's so big and kind of chunky. Yeah. Um, and again, yeah. Th- that that's not. <laughs> again, it's not a knock on it. It works for what it is. Uh, again, I notice we're back to the just straight up TOS font as opposed to the modified disco one. Yep. Mm. Yeah. I like the faces even. The fa- yeah, the faces are. are, are Although it looks cool. like it looks like the. The divot between the D and the I is trying to pick Janeway's nose. Oh no. Mm. Maybe move her oh, over yeah. a little. Yeah, I love the, the command insignia in the O. And if, I also love the fact that it's sideways, so it's got that forward movement. Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of denotes movement, and that's yeah. kind of neat. Kind of like the ghost delta in the background there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There, there's the bottom of it. Yeah. You're right, though. That, like, because it's, it's mostly, like, you know, silver, blue, purple, shades of pink. That fucking orange-ass Nickelodeon is just like, hi! Yeah, it would have been interesting if they had, like, if they really needed to have Nickelodeon on there, they should have just put in a different font. Yeah, like white. Make it white, like Star Trek. Yeah, like, we we all know you're normally orange. You have been for fucking 35, 40 years. Like how you checked your watch to, you know, 20, (laughs) How long has Nickelodeon been around? (laughs) This is my my how long has Nickelodeon been around watch. That's literally all it tells me. Yep. 
All right, the last thing I want to show you guys, uh, because there this isn't out yet, but the title card I grabbed was from a, uh, a trailer, is The Strange New Worlds. At least the text will probably stay the same. I'm, um, I'm hoping they keep that font, yeah. Yeah, yeah the I mean, font is real nice. I like the TOS font. But it looks like it's on a Magic 8-Ball. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. part we're not sure. I don't it's... think that's going to stay. I think this may, like, the, the background that you see is probably just for that trailer that, that I mm -hmm. grabbed this from. I'm not, so I won't keep this in the full list. But yeah, but yeah, the, the way they have the, the font written, it's also more vertical than other, than other yeah. uh, title cards. They go onto another line. They have different sizes of the words. There's another little command insignia in the O. This one is stretching up, which is kind of neat. Yeah. I, I, when they showed it in that, I was like, oh, I... I hope that's not strictly promotional. I hope that's actually what they're going with. Yeah, I really like the font there. Yeah, I think when it does come out, it'll be at least very similar to this. But I didn't want to wait to do the title card day until Star Trek um, Stranger yeah, Worlds come out. But when we'll does it come out? When is while, that anyway? Next year. Yeah, they oh. still haven't given a firm date. But have they taped it? Do you know? I think they definitely either are in process or only recently wrapped. Mm. Uh, one or the other. I know they had to shut down production for a little bit because of COVID stuff, maybe, or something. But, yeah, it's in process. All right, well, we're going to do that thing we do when we talk about various Star Trek activities. We're going to play Pick Your Favorite, Pick Your Least Favorite. Mm. Kind of torn. On what, favorite or least favorite? Least. I know, it's between two for me for least. I wonder mm. if it's the same two as me. <laughs> Let's find out. So, I'm torn between either first two season Enterprise, mm -hmm. with its generic-ass yeah, lack of Star Trek, and we couldn't decide which parody to do Lower Decks. Yep, I'm, I'm between the same two. Like, they're both annoying for different reasons. Then even favorite's kind of hard, because there's just a lot of perfectly good options. I know there are a lot that I could say very I, I could say very good things about, and then there are a lot that just kind of like yeah it's good but I don't know if it'd be, it would be my favorite. Mm. Anyone want to start? I think Lower Decks is my least favorite. No, I gotta give it to Enterprise. The more I look at it, the more I'm just annoyed by its like unforgivable blandness. I know, mm. and the fact that they don't have Star Trek on there, it almost feels like they're ashamed of it, which, which makes like, me unhappy. When you then watch the first episode, it's like. What's the point? This is so blatantly still Star Trek. Like, you're not fooling anyone. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I'm going to say Enterprise is my least as well, because it's, it's, so, it's so plain. It's not an interesting font. The R's I'm not a fan of, because they look like A's. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to have to go, for my least, I'm, I'm going to have to go lower decks. I, like, I'm not even, I just think it looks ugly. I just think it's good. It is. It's, just, it's like the, the, the lower decks text is just kind of bulbous and weird and mm. and it doesn't mix well together it isn't even just that they tried to mash more like references together it's that it just looks gross yeah it's 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 not a nice it's not mix great. not great all right i'm gonna plant my flag now for my favorite because it surprised me from when i very first saw the trailer i really like the prodigy title card Wow. No, it's, it's, Even it's... though it feels like there's a lot of bells and whistles because it's a kid's show and it's got the faces and all this stuff, but it's still, it's very pretty. No, it's very nice. It It's, you know, it's, it's doing some of its own thing without going too far. Mm. Yeah, if Strange New Worlds were in the mix, 
it might be an interesting conversation because I bet you they're going to do something real nice. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Also, we're not allowed to pick Strange New Worlds. I wouldn't because we don't know what the. Yeah, we're not certain that's actually the. Damn it. Because that's the one I like. <laughs> I really like that yeah, font. That was a nice one. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll include it in the Tumblr post. Oh, for everybody who's been listening to us talk about fonts and shit, all these are up on our Tumblr. Just head over to, to Tumblr slash SSHB podcast. All these are up and you can be seeing what the fuck we're talking about. Actually, if you go to SSHBpodcast.com, right? At you least can. right now, that would do it. For sure. Uh, I know, favorite is tough. You gotta give credit. I mean, it's not my favorite, I would say, but when you think of just the whole, I, well, and I guess we're gonna do this separately eventually, but you know, the TAS opening kind of leads into the TNG opening in a way, because like with the original Trek, it's just the ship going through space. With TNG, it's the ship like kind of passing by worlds and stuff at first, which is part of the. TAS one. I don't know. TAS, because, yeah, we're going to talk about the whole sequences yeah. pretty soon. But since, I I'm not, I'm, I bet you I'm going to get real finicky about TAS because it's animated, so they should have had a whole lot more uh, open up to them in terms of what they can show, and they probably aren't going to fucking take it. No, and the theme is terrible. Sounds I don't like, remember the theme at all. It sounds like it belongs on a game show. We're talking about those next week. I mean, it's, it's very mm-hmm. 70s. <laughs> Um, Anyone make a decision? For oh, favorite? Still. Deep Space Nine. Um, it, it's gold pressed latinum. Right, <laughs> right there in the in the thing. You know, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Picard. Wow, like it's it. the one thing Jake likes about Picard, yeah, other than the dog. I think it's very dog's it's, great. It's clean. I like. I really clean. like the use All of the Delta. Yeah, I don't know. It's it it it. I would say. Uh, my second place, the one I was debating it with, was season three original series, uh, which I also really like. Why, very... why the blue over the yellow? Eh, it's like blue better. Okay. <laughs> I like it better. That's all. Well, plus it feels like the blue makes more sense because command yellow was actually supposed to be command green. So it kind of feels like the blue is more in line with reality. Somehow, mm. yeah, it I matches McCoy's McCoy scrubs, and we're like, yeah, and he's the best. You know, I guess I'm gonna. I'm going to have to also say Prodigy. Sweet. It's wow. just, yeah. I really like blue and purple and shit. I don't really like the Prodigy one. Oh, I That's like fair. it. I, like, I love the shape. It's the shape busy. is cool. Again, yeah, it would definitely be here. better without the Nickelodeon, but. Yeah, while we're here and we're chilling, let me just show you what, the tr- what it looked like in the trailer. Because for a hot second when they came out with the actual title card in the actual show, I was like, oh, I like the one in the trailer better. Which I might still do, just because it's like super, super clean. Mm. Like without the faces and without the Nickelodeon, it's so nice. I do miss the other nebulas that are behind it. In yeah, final I, I actually though. like it without the nebula. This I like better. Yeah, this I like better, but I'll say be- because I like this one so much. I, I like wish the, the, I wish the, the characters weren't like semi-translucent on one side, so you can see the stars behind them. I think that's. Oh yeah, weird. that's weird. Like, the P is more solid than the Y, and it oh, yeah. sort of is a gradient almost. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that either. And but yeah, I think I, I like... There's a lens flare in there that's... <laughs> yeah, they, they de-emphasized that in the... Good. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I will say, like, uh, there's aspects of this one, again, like, that I like better, but overall, I prefer the final one, because I like I liked the background nebulas better. This hmm. one, they're really... Yeah, they're, they're fine, but I like the... 
Like, it's like just a random blue thing over here, random blue thing over here, and then there's a burst of orange for no reason. Although, having that there might have offset the Nickelodeon a little. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I think I prefer, prefer the uh, final one. Cool. Again, except for the Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah check out the series, uh, too. Oh, yeah, certainly. Yeah, we just leaf been blowing busy. going on, right. so we should probably stop. Yeah, yeah get, your, get your leaf blowers out. We are getting ready to wrap up today uh, to go blow some leaves. If you liked uh, hanging out and talking about various show title cards with us, you're going to like talking about shows with, with us, too. And next week, we're talking more Star Trek The Voyager. Woo! Next week, the episodes we are discussing are State of Flux and Heroes and Demons. It's going to be a fun week, I hear. Oh, what else do we talk about? Yeah, check us out all over the various internets. We've got like 3,000 episodes up on SoundCloud. You can find us on all the other different podcast platforms. Insert list here. You've heard all this a thousand times by now. Friend us on the Facebook, the Twitter, MySpace, evidently. And yeah, and as I said, check out this whole title card discussion on our Tumblr. Let us know which title cards you liked best and how much you hate the Enterprise one as well. (laughs) That wraps up this week. This has been Ames. This has been Caitlin. This has been Jake. This is always Chris. Is it? Most of the time. Okay, sometimes you're in front of a different nebula, you see. (laughs) I like that one better. Yeah, this one you're a little more see-through. It's weird. You're missing your Nickelodeon. (laughs) I can see the wall behind you. (laughs)